Hi, I'm Jess, and I'm out to get the life and love of my dreams. I'm tired of seeing myself get in the way of my goals and desires, be heartbroken over unavailable guys, and feel unsatisfied and unhappy in life and love. If this sounds like you too, let's do this together. I've created this podcast so we can connect, learn, and grow together. Each week, I'll be sharing, exploring, and learning alongside you on topics like dating, inner work, self-love, health and fitness, and so much more. Welcome to Happiness with Jess, a podcast for self-love, better dating, getting out of your own way, and getting the life and love you want. I'm so happy you're here. Hey guys, welcome back. It has been a little minute. And yeah, I just wanted to update you. I <laughs> the reason for the the delay between um, episodes was that last week I was doing a diabetes prevention program training, and this is for my job at Presbyterian. Um, it's a hospital, and um, I'm going to be leading people who have who are pre diabetic in this. Uh, curriculum that's a year long. It's a whole program. And I had to learn the training about it first and like learn how to facilitate and how to, you know, conduct this type of program because it's very extensive. It's a whole year long, like I mentioned, and um, really geared towards people's behavior change and like really creating a healthier lifestyle. So I thought I could do it all. I had intended to sit down and record an episode, but I like sat down and I was like, this is, I just, my mind is everywhere. I need to drop something this week. And so unfortunately, that was the podcast. So I'm back. And I really appreciate you guys um, hanging on, you know, a whole week without us without this. Uh, it's it's rough. I know. <laughs> but I'm back. And today's episode is a really powerful one. So I'm really glad that you're here. It's all about our thoughts. And it actually came after a hike that I did recently. So I was on this hike and which is often what happens when I'm out hiking. I'm really introspective. I'm just like seeing things with more clarity and just like having some really like profound like aha moments. And while I was out hiking, I was thinking about this quote that said, the woman on top of the mountain didn't fall there. And you know, while hiking this 14 mile hike and, you know, 3000 elevation, I was like, well, yeah, no shit. (laughs) She's out here huffing and puffing um, to get to the top of this mountain. Um, But obviously, I don't think that quote was meant to be taken quite so literally. Um, I think it's meant to be more of like a metaphor and, you know, maybe more towards goals or facing some sort of internal battle. But I am going to just dissect it in front of you um, and show like how that quote, that literal hiking and being on top of a mountain um, is relating to our thoughts. Okay, so if what we want in life is to be on top of a mountain, let's look and see like how to actually get there. And so obviously it is going to require hiking. It's going to require one step in front of the other up a damn mountain, right? But there's a lot more that goes into this beyond that. And if we peel back another layer and before I'm, you know, even hiking or another person's even hiking to get on top of a mountain, there's the drive to the hike. There's the prep, you know, meal planning, planning the route. And before that, there's like a feeling of like motivation, um, a desire to be challenged and, you know, maybe some excitement. 
But even before that, there is a thought, the thought that I should hike that, a belief that it could be fun, that I can do it. And that is where I'm going here. Because when we're really thinking about our thoughts, they are creating our results. A literal mountain or not, our thoughts have the power to get us on top of mountains or not. Like if I had thought that hiking is hard, it's too challenging, I can't do this, I wouldn't have been sitting on top of a mountain. Right? So what I'm getting at here is that words create worlds and our thoughts are creating our reality. And this is going to make a little bit more sense when I share the thought model with you. It's going to basically kind of demonstrate what I just walked through with you with that mountain example, um, but more of like a, this is like a tool. And this is something that I'm sharing with all my mindset coaching clients. It's super powerful. It's like the foundation of what we start working on when we're working on our mindset. And this is through that model. And I love talking about this because once we see that our thoughts, our beliefs, that self-dialogue that we have with ourselves is you know, causing these mental gymnastics and mental movies and creating uh, stress and overthinking and really blocking us from going after things and getting the things that we want in our lives. Like we really want to start to pay attention to them more. And so after listening to today's episode, I hope that you just see how important thoughts are and how important mindset work is. It's not just like part of it. It's everything like for achieving something to, you know, a successful relationship to freaking standing on top of a literal mountain. Like it is all has to do with our thoughts. So the thought model, here's the equation. Circumstances plus thoughts plus feelings equals action equals results. Let's do it one more time. Circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, results. So let's break all those down. Let's start first with circumstances. So these are the things that are facts about our life. They are often, you know, things that are out of our control, like other people's behaviors or, you know, things that are in the past. Circumstances are neutral until we're adding a thought to it. So that's where thoughts come in. So thoughts are now sentences about circumstances. So nothing is painful or wonderful until you're putting a thought to it. An example that demonstrates really well of this is 9-11. So the circumstance was planes flying into the Twin Towers. The thoughts um, to Osama and his homies, that's freaking awesome. It was a success. To Americans, the thoughts were, that's horrific. That's awful. And another example, the vaccine, You know, when that first rolled out for many, that was an exciting moment. We're so grateful and thankful to have something um, to put in our bodies to protect us. Whereas many other people thought, no way, this is foreign. The government's, you know, got something in there. I don't want to put this in my body. Like a lot of fearful thoughts, right? Circumstance was the same. Thoughts about it were different. So circumstances, thoughts. Now we're moving on to feelings. So our thoughts are creating our feelings. And these are one word describing our thoughts, kind of like our body's response. So it makes us happy. It makes us sad, anxious, angry, overwhelmed, lonely. From there, our feelings are going to drive our action or create inaction. So that step that you take after or that step that you don't take after the feeling. So you're skipping your workout, you're starting your business, you're sitting on the couch watching TV, or you're reaching for a drink or you're asking the guy out. Like depending on what the feeling is, it's driving your actions. And then it's creating our results. 
So what we do creates results. So our reality, you're a successful business owner, you're physically fit, you have a successful, happy marriage, the results that we have in our lives. And the harsh truth here is that results will always be evidence of our original thoughts. Like we can always trace back the original thoughts by looking at the result and vice versa. And so when I think about some of my results in my life that I'm not happy with or was not happy with, like I can trace this back and look at the thought. So some examples here that I'm going to share are through my personal life that are going to kind of show you how this whole thought model works. So when I think back to the result of um, dating guys who are emotionally unavailable um, and, you know, not overall not healthy relationships, like reversing it back, um, the original thought was I wasn't worthy enough or capable of love. And that made me feel lonely. That made me feel isolated, made me feel different, made me feel, yeah, alone. Um, And so my action was to not really date around and to kind of settle on the first guy who checked off some boxes because, you know, I'm lonely. I don't really feel like I'm worth much. So this guy, you know, if he's paying attention to me, he must, you know, be a good fit. (laughs) And so then I ended up not being in relationships that were really great, healthy for me or, you know, with people who are emotionally invested and available. Um, And that was my result. Another example is that just in my life, like kind of playing small, like the result of chronically people pleasing and living a small life. So tracing it back, the original thought is that I'm annoying or people are going to dislike me if I show up as my true self. And so that created a feeling of discomfort, insecurity, uncertainty. And my action was to choose what I felt best given in the moment or the context of like what was going to please that person or make them feel comfortable the most. Kind of ignore my own self and choose what I thought like they would enjoy the most. And so my result is I, since I played small, my results were small and I was chronically people pleasing. Um, a more positive, <laughs> I guess, uh, example is that when I launched my business and um, started promoting myself online and my services. So the th- original thought was like, I knew I wanted more. I knew that there was more for me. I knew that I could um, just be working with people in a different way. And so the feeling that that created was motivation. Um, however, also some overwhelm. And so since I had never started a business before, my action that I took was to hire a business coach. And this resulted in me launching my business, me having my program sell out that first round and yeah, just having a lot of success. So that started with knowing that I wanted more. And so hopefully you're getting the idea here. So let's apply this thought model to your life. So some questions to ask yourself. What result in your life isn't working? Like, what are you complaining about? What's just, yeah, not satisfying you? Is it in your your exercise, your relationships, your work, whatever it may be? Now, trace that back up to the original thought. And we may need some help here. So I have some common thoughts that produce less than desirable results. And some of those are, it shouldn't be this hard. It shouldn't take this long. I don't have time. I am lonely. I am unlovable. I don't believe in myself. 
And these thoughts can create negative results in all areas, in our fitness, in our business, our professional life, in our home life, our relationships. So those are just some examples. But what you're doing is finding that result in your life that isn't working and tracing it back up to the original thought that you have. Okay, so now kind of working our way backwards and seeing this thought that created this result, what thought do you need to have to get the result you want? I think sometimes it can be a little bit easier to think about the action that you need to take. And so what do you need to feel? What do you need to be thinking in order to take that action? Now, once that you have the the thought that you really need to be having to get the result, just ask yourself, why is this thought not automatic? Like, why is this already not something that you're thinking? Um, some possible reasons here could be, well, I've never started a business before. So, yeah, I don't really feel capable. I haven't had very many successful relationships or I haven't been modeled a successful relationship. So I don't believe it exists. Or I've failed too many times in the past at dieting and exercise, so I've just kind of given up on myself. I don't believe in my ability to really make this work. And then the last question to ask yourself are, what ways could you begin working on that thought? Ways to start to make that more positive, make that not be your default. Um, Because, you know, when we realize that we haven't been modeled this, we've had a lot of failed attempts, or... um, it's something that we never have done before, we're going to really need to be working on making those thoughts more automatic. And it's not going to be something that's overnight. So journaling, affirmations, getting some therapy or getting a mindset coach to help you work on these thoughts. Changing thoughts just isn't as simple as swapping a negative thought out and replacing it with a positive one. If it were, that would put me out of a job, uh, drug companies out of a job, you know, many businesses, um, you know, cigarette companies, all of these things. Like if it were that easy, we'd be doing it, right? So um, for some, it can be really just the kick in the pants that they need, like doing this exercise alone and kind of seeing the thoughts that aren't working, seeing the thought that is, and boom, you know, they can course correct. But for many, there's kind of like more of an in-between stage. And I wanted to leave you with something to help shift your thoughts. So this is where we're going to talk about thought swapping. So thought swapping is swapping out that negative thought for a thought that's just more positive. It's not swinging in all the way on the other side of the spectrum being completely positive. It's kind of somewhere in the middle um, or just, you know, somewhat further down the continuum of being more positive. And this is useful because in order for a thought to work, it has to be believed and It's okay that you don't believe in yourself right now when you've never done something like that's super normal. So to work towards, uh, you know, a more positive thought, it's good to find something kind of in the middle there. So this is where we're going to be adding in some swaps and some examples here are as followed. So I don't believe I'm capable, but I believe I can figure it out. I believe in my ability to make progress, stay consistent, even when I don't see results. I believe I am meant for more and it's okay if I don't know what what more is yet. I don't love my body, but I love what my body can do. I don't feel lovable, but I am open to building that muscle. I don't know how to do this, but I'm going to hire a coach to close the gap. So hopefully, you know, you kind of see where I'm going there. It's not just 
you know, replacing it with this positive thought that you don't believe in. Like that's not what's going to get us, you know, feeling better and then therefore choosing different actions and getting new results. Like we have to really believe that. And for some of us, it's not going to be like an overnight thing. We have to, you know, incorporate these swaps, these little alternatives um, while we work on things. And this can be done with a coach, with a therapist. Um, but if you aren't like looking to do that right now, these are things that you can be doing on your own. So when you hear yourself thinking these things, I'm, you know, I don't have time. I'm, I'm not capable. I don't believe in myself. I'm lazy. You know, swapping it out for something that's, you know, on the spectrum of being more positive. So working towards that thought that's going to give you the result that you want. This is going to help us work towards that. But yeah, that's the thought model. And those are some questions to ask yourself so that you can look at the results that you're getting in your life that aren't working for you um, and really start looking at the, the thoughts that are creating them. And if you know that you're like, this is resonating with you, you know your thoughts are problematic, you struggle with believing in yourself and are tired of the results you're getting, please reach out. Like this is something I can definitely help you with. Going back to the mountain metaphor, coaching is like hiking with a guide. It's your mountain and you still have to hike it, but now you have somebody who can talk you through and, you know, hike with you to the top. Like, I don't want to say that they give you the route because I think every path to a mountain has different routes. And it's all about finding the thoughts, the mindset and everything that are going to be successful for your journey. And they're not just part of it. Like they are everything. So really looking at how we're thinking, how we're believing and therefore you know, feeling and acting and responding in our lives is going to get us to the top of the mountain. But anyway, I hope that was helpful. I hope that my, my mountain metaphor made sense um, and that this was something that you can take into your life and start applying. Really be paying attention to your thoughts, guys. Like these are what are creating our results in life. Words create worlds. But all right, that's it. I'm going to end it right here and I'm going to see you in the next episode. I just want to end by saying thank you so much for being here and for listening. If you like today's episode and are enjoying the show, please don't forget to rate it, subscribe, and share with a friend. Any of these things are helping me so much to grow so I can get in the ears of those in need. So I really appreciate it. And for more content on self-love, fitness, and relationships, you can find me at happy.i.nest.jess on Instagram. Thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next episode.